It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Tonight's guest is comedian Samuel Priest, also writing Shotgun, the voice of reason, side girl, side babe, Jeannie Dugan. You've heard me talk about him before, and uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, If you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him. 312-648-8800 or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let him know we sent you. And now for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Welcome to Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, whatever you do uh, to get your podcast fix. Also, please review us on iTunes if you haven't already. I love all the ones that we've gotten so far. Um, So we have a great episode today, and it's glad to see uh, my good friend... Jeannie Dugan is back. Thanks, Paul. Well, I feel like you had to spit that out. What's the problem? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I wanted to make sure not to offend you. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Because if I, if I say something too nice, then you know it's not real. Right. Then and I then, know you're, uh, yeah, I think you're drunk or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then if I say something mean, then you rant for a while, and then the, then we go off <laughs> off track. So I've never ranted in my life. I don't even know what a rant is. For the record, uh, this podcast is starting an hour and a yeah. half late. Because uh, Jeannie cannot find parking in Lincoln Park, where we are recording today. Yeah, this is the worst place in the world. I don't know why people would live here. After Once these kids graduate to Paul, everybody should move away. You haven't, obviously. <laughs> I've stayed since my parents. Yeah, yeah. This is, I don't know why anybody would live in this park. Okay, so now, for those of you who understand uh, or, or say, why am I so mean to Jeannie? You've only an seen 20 seconds. Hour and a half in the car. Well, it would have only been 20 if you knew how to There's drive. other parts of the city, you know. <sighs> All Nothing right, let's south move the on. So- <laughs> south of Congress. You well, know me, I don't like to complain. Let's move on. Okay. Well, Jeannie's here, and tonight we have an awesome uh, special guest, a good friend of mine, who I've tried to get on the show uh, a few times, uh, I recalled. Uh, but you're always, he was always in a relationship. I remember Ooh. asking you a couple times. I'm like, are you single yet? He's like, no, I just started. And I think you were with the person when I asked you. Uh, we were at like a, I think we were at Comedy Bar. I'm like, are you single? And then you like, look, you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you like pointed wow. to the girl next to you. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, well, sh- I'm sorry sure that was it. a good relationship. That yeah. You just did a little nod over <laughs> to her. <laughs> no, you didn't. He just like looked over and like kind of like 
looked over there. I don't think she saw, but it was just kind of funny. I was like, oh, sorry. Like, I didn't know who that person was. I though. don't know who that person was. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully she's listening. Like, well, it could have been one of those like, oh, I'm not sure if this is a relationship, but like, you know, Surely she can't often. hear me say that. You one know? of those free yeah. form. Oh, right. You yeah. don't want to be like, this is my girlfriend. Then she's like, Ooh. who the fuck are you? Yeah, you know? Like, yeah. I just met you. Uh, okay. So you are single. Yes. Yes. Um, currently. Currently. Yes. Currently. Are you... Are you a serial dater? I feel like you might be. I've been, I've gone through different phases. I, I was definitely a relationship guy for a while, and then I think everyone's had like a like I don't know if this is a bad phrase a slut year or two. <laughs> What's so a I've, slut year? Oh, like, like you need to ask what a yeah, slut year Paul. is. Slut decade, <laughs> Paul. Come on. What it just means you just you're just like dating a bunch, and then like you'll even if you have a connection, you're like ah, I don't you know I can't I'm you know I'm busy with my career or something you know yeah and uh so I, i've definitely i think i've done all the different phases or whatever and right now i'm in like a uh i think i'm coming out of like a crippling loneliness period <laughs> and starting to date a little bit but nothing uh nothing serious so you have been single for a few for a few minutes i should say i think technically it'd be like no, no one's gonna know when this was recorded okay so, great. <laughs> so you don't have to do the yeah the i think i've been single for a couple of months officially how are you uh, meeting people? Are you, uh, are you, are you dating other comedians? Are you dating uh, I, other I've, industry people? I've or? dated a lot of other comedians, and and some people have like a big judgment on that, which I don't. Re- comedians will have a big judgment on that. They'll say like they have like a hard line not to do that, which is yeah, just I such do. a silly. How, but it just doesn't make any sense. If you're funny, you should like other funny people. Uh, obviously, the whole like you know you don't want to date someone at work whatever but it's also it's like isn't it great to date someone at work <laughs> like have you ever had <laughs> sex at work it's cool um so i don't understand it's frowned why people, upon for a reason though well that is true <laughs> i guess it's a different era <laughs> than uh when i was brought up i think uh, it depends on where you work too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, daycare center <laughs> definitely not that's that is true <laughs> I, I do want to point out something real quick did you just sneeze into your shirt could we just stay focused? I just, this is a new thing that's bothering me. Okay, you didn't. Because somebody sneezed into the, they pulled their shirt and sneezed yeah. into it. Did you do that or no? I was coughing. Okay. But I was trying but not to you cough into, into my your hands. Shirt? Better than your hands. I just think that's the most disgusting thing. Okay. I okay. think there's there's probably like a third alternative shirt, <laughs> hands, and then maybe there's a third like the crook thing. Of your elbow. elbow. Yeah. yeah. So okay. should you sneeze in your hands and should you have sex at work? These are the big <laughs> topics. Are questions. I mean, yeah. So, but the reason why I we've heard of people on this show, and at least in my experience, dating in comedy is there's this competitive side to it, and also there's like there seems to be a, a lot more downside than there would be upsides. And since you've done it before, you seem now that you've been on the other side, you're still like you're still like yeah, it was a good idea. Well, it's not that it was like a good idea every time, but it, <laughs> but it is what it is. It's already happened. And um, I, I, the competitive side, if you want to talk about that, like when are you ever dating someone that's at your exact same level? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're dating another comedian, either they're ahead of you in this game as far as like experience sure. or getting stuff or they're behind you and you, you can like, you know. But there's the there's the resentment. There's like I think in any career, like even if you're you know two lawyers at a law firm, you don't you don't date another person because then they're on a different partnership track than you or whatever, and, I, it, and it causes some yeah. aggravation. I would think. Yeah, but 
I would just say, not to be oversimplistic, but like uh, I date girls and they get booked differently than guys. Mm -hmm. So it's never, it's never, it's different. (laughs) You don't feel a resentment toward it. You're like, well, they're getting booked because she's a girl. No, because it's like a different path and there's different, there's different shows and it's a, it's so different and like comparing, it's like, I didn't have to deal with the same stuff they did. For for good and bad, but you also uh, the one another reason why people don't date where they work is you're also with that you know you'll see people all the time like you're gonna be at home with them and then you go to a show or a club and they're there too so there's the constant but not really not if you think about the way comedy works and for somebody that. Paul always talks about how he can't date because of his career and it's just so important. <laughs> and My career. His hours. No, mm-hmm. but hours, the yeah. hours of it. So if you yeah. are dating comedian, then you're on somebody that's on that same schedule. So you understand what it means that you don't go out till dinner until 10 o'clock at night or yeah, that's true. ever. You know? Right, right. Well, I mean, it's it's not like I'm solely dating comedians, just for the record. <laughs> I think the pros outweigh the cons, just as far as the practicality of it. I mean, obviously, if it like it goes south and afterwards you can't go to a a club, a whole club, right. that's the worst. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> or a whole state <laughs> or a whole state if you have to stay out of Nevada or something, yeah. that's kind of. If you, uh, but another thing that uh, has come up too uh, is there's also that same level of like needing attention or needing uh oh that can be the worst approval and stuff where (laughs) there's no yin and yang because you guys are both you know in the same thing i feel like sometimes healthy relationships are like someone who's like you know for lack to not to make it simplified but someone who's like loud and rambunctious and someone who's like like dating dating genie for example would be impossible you'd have to be the most quiet yeah. and gentle person. Right, right. Why are you picking on me? Is <laughs> actually what I was thinking of when you talked about dating comedian, that idea of like wanting to run a bit or how is this? Like when in your experience when you were dating comedians, was that something that ever happened and did it get annoying or was it helpful? Uh, it depends on the person, as gross as that sounds. Yeah. Like sometimes it's a lot of fun to be running bits in the <laughs> bedroom. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like, what are you doing? I was doing? thinking more just over coffee. Oh, whoops. You know? yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, uh, one of the first times I was like uh, connecting with someone, we were definitely like just we were like, oh, we're going to date for at least a little bit. So tell me all the people you hate <laughs> in the scene. And it was great. It was the yeah. most joyous sure. little sure. whatever. And like, we're like taking little makeout breaks during it to be like, Oh, th- this is why this person sucks specifically. <laughs> this is why I don't like this person. You're like me too. And then it right. added more connection. There was sure. some me too stuff in there. Paul. Yeah. yeah. It's a little dark to bring up on the pod, but it, it was definitely, yeah, uh, really. That's some wow. stuff I don't deal with, but Did you, plenty you see of, what uh, I'm dealing with. No, right I didn't mean it like time. that kind of me. Sure. Oh dear God. Okay. Me but also. When you could bond with somebody over a mutual dislike of things to me, then you, you have a partner or a friend for life. So when you're like, that's you like hate Jeannie's that person too. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> And that's actually, it's a fun time. Are you, have you, have you dated, uh, outside of comedy? <laughs> like, uh, I have, date, but, date well, I mean, people? I don't want to like bum you guys out, but less and less as I've gotten older, because I've unfortunately or accidentally lived my life where, uh, the, at this point, the only people that really 
would be or should be attracted to me have to value jokes sure. yeah because everything else <laughs> has been a disaster right. what i've what i've tried to uh promote on this show is i think comedians should date like musicians or something else in the arts like actors or That's something the best because yeah. you guys have the same schedule you have the same love for art but it's not directly the same uh thing I've had that a couple of times and it's been really, yeah, that's a musician. Yeah, that's a great balance. Was it Pat Benatar? It was not <laughs> Pat Benatar, but weirdly enough, one of the rock girls that I dated her, one of her favorite idols was Pat Let's Benatar. Oh, and I bought her this live Pat Benatar DVD from a used <laughs> shop. So that's weird that you knew that, Paul. That is so weird. I did not uh, know that. I just, yeah. you, you strike you me don't, as a Pat Benatar I don't, He type. does not strike me as a, I, yeah. I specifically don't know very much about Pat Benatar, yeah. but I, she did. Love is a battlefield? Come I on, think, that's the greatest well, video. You, I know. Don't, you strike me more of a like Lisa Loeb type, <laughs> you know? Wow. Kind of like uh, somebody <laughs> deep and, you know, a little softer. Well, I, I mean, I, maybe you know? Patty Griffin. I don't want to just like talk about my ex-girlfriends the whole time, <laughs> but a different ex, uh, she w- uh, just posted an Instagram video of her at a Lisa Loeb no concert. No way. Uh, like oh, three gosh. weeks ago. We yeah. should be reading tarot cards. <laughs> So this is weird. I'm going to have to go, I think. So I mean, Let's think of who else. What about Kelly yeah. Clarkson? I got nothing on her. No. no. Taylor Swift? No. Uh, no, but I'm not mad at Taylor Swift. Do you know how people are like real mad at her all the time? It's like, yeah. Why are they mad at her? I was mad at her because I was stuck in her tr- concert traffic last Friday. You were. Well, I, I did see that. So I think people say that she hasn't used her platform for good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I think, a valid thing if you're worried well, about our sure. country and world and yeah i don't like her but the reason is is because uh a for a show <laughs> arguments and grievances we had to i had to be on the shit on taylor Swift's side sure against tommy mcnamara and it was the worst show i've ever had in my life because <laughs> we just planned all these things that didn't we decided not to do at the last minute and then i had no, no material which yeah. is normal well but, enough uh, about paul yeah no let's but that's why I, I don't like taylor swift we're off on a tangent because of a bad show you did yeah. one time all right yeah. that checks it's that's her fine. fault no i do like her music though um <laughs> do you yeah so how many you i do yeah i do okay. like her music just wanted to get it on the record, record. Right. <laughs> that you yeah. officially like i don't like her like all her he- songs but she has a lot of good songs yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll stand by that that one song that that <laughs> new one or the newish one that everyone was like this is the worst thing oh, i've ever heard I know what that about is. the like the grave and the your tilted stage or something it was that it's no, I don't know the new ones. What, it's not new, it, whatever. But I was like, this kind of sounds good. And then everyone was like, this is the worst music. And I was like, I don't know. It's kind of catchy. Because it doesn't sound like her normal <laughs> I was stuff. Like, Ooh, it's yeah. like, this is sad yeah. and lonely. This I is right on my own. Yeah, yeah, I'll listen to that. And be this sad. was in your period of crippling loneliness? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to move out of my apartment. It was too dark. Oh, no. So are you out <laughs> of this stage now? or where? I don't know. If where are you now? I'm in a transitionary Trans- period, okay. is what you'd call it. Which right? is... Between crippling and functional, or what? What are we at? I'm trying Sam? to figure out what to do. Uh, yeah, in general. Yeah, in life or dating. Yeah, and... life and in dating. Okay. Um, just trying to figure it out. I've been high a lot. I'm not high right now. I've been. You should have been while you're waiting for me. I potentially could have either made things go quicker or slower. slower. Like, because Paul, we were at the same terrible open mic last night. Yes. And I was I was not high at an open mic for the first time in a while and. 
the conversations people were having with me were so boring and long. <laughs> You're like, I have to be high. Yeah. Well, you were talking to Paul. I so. was talking to Paul <laughs> solely. I was one. <laughs> I was one conversation. I I was it in and out of there forever. It Paul. felt like it, yeah. it was yeah. a long conversation. No, I, the other people were talking to me, and I, in the back of my head, I'm like, I, do I normally indulge this <laughs> this nothing small talk all the time? I guess I'm so high that like it's fine, but yeah. it's like no one is saying it. anything. Thanks. We're catching up yeah. on the nothing that we said last time. Right. It's insane. Yeah. So it I don't know if I need fun. to, like, it's a slippery slope, but like, do I need to alter my brain to Yeah. Or you just okay? sort of need to sit by yourself, which is what I did for a lot of years. You just sort of look unfriendly and then nobody talks to you. I looked unfriendly <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> I try yeah. not to talk to anybody, but last night I tried. I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to work. No, this I, you were right there when I tried. And again, this <laughs> I saw that. goes back to relationships and why I think it's sort yeah. of weird to, to date comedians because every comedian has to have something in them broken. There's something just That's, not right yeah. about you if you choose to do this. So then, And continue to do it. And continue to do it and want to do it and feel like if I have to not do this, it's it has to be this decision. But to date somebody else in the arts is interesting too, because then you have somebody else's ego at play. I don't know. It's a yeah. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Have you? Are you? Do you want to get married and have kids? Like, is that something that's on your agenda? Eventually, but it feels like it'll really sidetrack me now. Yeah. As gross as that sounds, I don't know. No, that's a that's that's a. But as common far as, as far as the ego goes, I had like a one of my very first uh, and like. Good sets at the Laugh Factory happened like, I don't know, two years ago or something like that. And my girlfriend at the time was another comic who was also on the same show. And I, I just it was thrown on last minute. And then I had a very good set. And then like we were all excited because it was like my first time there doing like an extended thing. Mm-hmm. So we collectively were both very yeah. excited. And then we went to a bar afterwards that happened to have karaoke. She was also a talented singer. Mm -hmm. And then she proceeded to do like literally five fucking karaoke songs. (laughs) And it was like, all right, so we're just all going to celebrate you. Right, right, right. And it was, it was exhausting. Yeah. And it was, it was a weird thing where it's like, um, she was definitely ahead of me in the scope of comedy, but it was a thing where it's like, I feel like this should have been, my night a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, I that's do where, understand. And she was genuinely happy for you then. She was, yeah. but then she definitely wanted more people more to look at her. Right, of course. And I don't, yeah. I don't know if it was, it was probably subconscious, but there was definitely some, well, like, yeah. whether, let, me, still that ego. let me reclaim right, the right, night right. a little whether bit. Whether it was intentional or not, it doesn't matter because there's that, you know, affirmation that you wanted and needed and the relationship didn't provide because you guys are both in the same yeah. industry. For sure. Some of that. I mean, but it's also just personalities. Like some sure. people are, you know, really big off stage and some aren't. Like I'm I'm pretty low key off stage. Mm-hmm. So normally I can sort of, you know, gel with someone who's a little bit more up. But even if you're low key or up key, you still are a comedian and you still have that broken side that we have. All you, have. <laughs> have you ever dated a comedian, Paul? No. Never even like a little. No, oh, well, you uh, hooked up. I've hooked up with one, but nothing. One. Yeah. One. one. Yeah. All right. But did you guys like? Did it change how you guys re- interacted? Was it weird to see that person? No. 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 I did, that's not the issue. The issue for me is more. Uh, I just feel like the. Um, well, first of all, there. I, I. 
for me, I don't. Oh, another thing we didn't talk about is I just don't like the drama of of it. If something does end up happening or something doesn't, if it doesn't work out, then there's more gossip and just negativity that I just it just drives me batty. So I try to avoid it. That's yeah. my opinion. I mean, that's the safest way to avoid it. Yeah. But then I also feel like you're you're shutting yourself off to all the possibilities of like really connecting with someone on a level that like only another comedian could really understand Mm -hmm. why you're doing this. Well, I think that it seems stupid. It seems insane. But I also think that there's the, the two things for me are number one, you can get that from other arts, art forms. I think people, I was a former musician and I think a lot of the struggles are very similar and there's a similar concept of uh, respect, mutual respect, all Rock stars want to be comedians. All comedians want to be rock stars. So there's a little of that. Is that true? That's that's a common saying. I think it's a, it used to be true, but now I think it's. Don't you think it's blurrier now? Cause yeah. Because like, like, what is a rock star? Yeah. yeah. Like the idea of or a rock musicians, stars. I should say. Music, uh, musicians sure. want to be stand-ups, and I mean, if you go to a if you go to a rock show or a, com, uh, a concert. They're always trying to do banter oh and my try God. to be funny. Right, yeah. yeah. Bruce Springsteen get, is famous for that. Yeah. It's like doing full out like street jokes. Yeah. And comedians but, like to go do karaoke. Well, you have not. <laughs> I don't know, though. I don't, okay, I see what but you're saying. But that's one of the issues. The, the other issue for me is also um, just the, the ego aspect. I think that um, when you come off a show, you have a great show, like you just said. You need that affirmation or you need someone to just be like, that was, you know, whatever. It is. I need that. I for sure do. And I think another comedian, um, it, it, it would be hard for, for me to, or even if they were, had a great show, it's like, like, I want to, let's talk about me again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's and, for and sure. the example that you gave is a perfect analogy as to why I wouldn't date a comedian. I remember talking to a comedian that's married. And his wife is not a, uh, she's nothing. She's in academics or something. And he had said about this idea that she understands she is, can never give him the adoration of a hundred people, which is what he's looking for. <laughs> oh, and God. a thing, you know, so, and that understanding is sort of like, I, where do you get that from? When you are always constantly looking for validation mm-hmm. um, and, sh- and you're, significant other understands that they can never provide that for you but then you now you have two people that both need the adoration or the laughter the validation yeah. of a hundred people that in a mix to me still just seems like um a recipe for disaster up, yeah. yeah but again these are the people you're around <laughs> that's where you meet people you meet mm-hmm. you know this is an intervention so. <laughs> sam we're just trying to <laughs> I should stop I mean, dating comedy. yeah my husband doesn't understand anything about comedy. He likes comedy. He loves yeah. like people that I also respect, like Norm Macdonald and you know. Um, but he doesn't get it and he doesn't want to hear about it. You yeah. know, if I'm like, do you think this is funny? He just is like, no. <laughs> you know, like no and don't run <laughs> and, you know, and you're still like, I'm not listening <laughs> right, to you. I'm right. doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But it just it's weird because for me that works because he is so like yeah. you know I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I think um, one thing Jim Carrey said once, I guess, in, in one of his divorce proceedings, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> one of them. he Which said, pretty much sums up everything right yeah, now. Yeah, but he said, every night I go on stage, I go to the moon, I go to the moon, and then I have to come home and 
take out the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like it's because we have this completely crazy yeah. experience. Like for I also don't believe minutes. for one second he doesn't have fucking 16 housekeepers taking out the garbage. Well, that's for him. I think it's I don't think that's like. Oh, it was literal. not like literal. Come on. It's a okay. metaphor for him He's calling gotta, someone else to get the garbage. garbage. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, so, so you said you dated a few musicians before. Um, did just did briefly. What's that? Just briefly. I, okay. I would have, I'm more experienced with comedians. Do you play any instruments? Do you no, have any? No. I'm uh, super untalented with me. I always wanted to learn the piano, but I uh, never, I had like a keyboard in my apartment. I carried it to different apartments and I would never <laughs> make myself you learn it. You wanted to learn the piano? I had the, yeah. I love a, like a stark piano. It makes me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, a, like the, that's like the, the instrument that parents make their kids learn. Right. I, something about it. I like, I like a, stark like a lonely piano and then i like it if you're just really going at it hardcore on a piano nothing in between you haven't learned to do either i don't know anything (laughs) very yeah i had a girlfriend briefly who was uh she was in a couple different bands and i i actually i'll try to i'll keep this vague i (laughs) helped her create her new persona for this nerd rock like power band they were like forming with like different members of different bands the yeah yeah yes and i i i gave her her new her new stage name and like she wore like a cool outfit and stuff and then we broke up like a week before their first show oh, so no. i never got to see the full and now she's playing Lollapalooza. Yeah, she is. She is. So was Karen o. Yeah. That that is probably like equivalent to um, you know, her tr- helping you with a bit or helping you polish something yeah. or giving you the material. And then she never gets to see it past the open mic stage, you know, like that's true. It's true. Yeah. I've had, I've had regular people give me, uh, tags. Of sure. Worked. Well, yeah. And have I you guess. used them? I, I did. There was one that I used from a uh, girl I dated. Um, I, I mean, it was a concept, but I, I mean, I yeah. worded it properly, but yeah, I mean, it works. What, um, I guess I don't know how to ask this. Have you tr- have you tried to date? Uh, let me ask it this way: Have you been approached after you've had a show, and have you ever hooked up with someone based on your comedy that's not a comedian? Uh, only like really early on. That's not. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not really painting myself as a a, a good guy. Catch. Yeah, good. It's definitely not. <laughs> I'm not exactly like bragging about myself sincerely on stage anymore it's very uh self-deprecating yeah 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 so if you think that person is attractive on stage it's because you're another comedian and you understand (laughs) like oh he's heightening that a little bit or he's exaggerating yeah or like that's sad but it's funny that he talked about it but like really early on when i was like really bad at comedy i one of my first girlfriends yeah she saw me after a show at uh did you ever do any of those shows like uh in oswego oh yeah uh-huh. uh, at one of the because it the changed bar the downstairs name. Yeah. it was like the on the comedy on the fox or mm-hmm. something and it was in that downstairs part <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that was like a conference room set yeah, up yeah, like, yeah but they would for some reason do like 10 comics or yeah. something and uh-huh. then i was on one of those and you shows. could never say the f word like if you said the f word yeah they had with, strict rules yeah. and it's like why do you guys have strict rules right. this is <laughs> This oh, is Oswego. It seems like a wedding is about to right. happen. Uh, I had a, a girl, was, and I later found out she was actually like a hookup buddy of another one of the comics, oh. but she was there, and then we ended up talking, and I ended up dating her for about six months or so. But besides that, no 
non-comic. Though. No groupies. She wasn't a comedian. If, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Well, no, good. this girl wasn't a comedian. Welcome to being no, a woman comic. But she I, saw you at the show. She saw me at the show. But it turns out she was only at the show because she was just hooking so, up with a different right. comic. And then he told me a fun... Like, I didn't know that until literally a year after we, like, broke up. He was like, uh, hey... Because he... This is a gross term, but he was like... Hey, so Eskimo Brothers, huh? Or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? This is that like a mic or something? Yeah. I was like, yeah, what? I think you need to explain Eskimo Brothers. Eskimo because- Brothers is when you <laughs> and the guy that tells you you're Eskimo Brothers, you've hooked up with the same girl. Um, but, but what? You've never heard that. You've never heard you that. Never heard Eskimo Brothers. Are you serious? Heard- Oh, I thought you were saying explain no. for the audience. Oh. Well, you also did a gesture with your hand, which, yeah, that I was trying to think. <laughs> what is Eskimo brother, you know, <laughs> Eskimo brother. You still, what is You've it? You've never heard the term I've Eskimo never brother? heard Eskimo it's, brothers. Yeah. It's, it, where I is think it even origin? What's I think it? it's yeah. like, because Eskimos used to fuck each other. Right. No, I don't know. Why. I don't know. They're not, um, what? Because they kiss, they Eskimo yeah, I think it's something it's about what? the noses or something. Yeah. I don't know, but the term is pretty common, Jeannie. <laughs> Uh, what do you? What is it I, called? In, I, I hope side? every Eskimo. It's just called relationships. It's called your turn's <laughs> no, done. Now it's mine. <laughs> we we used to call it. Uh, you, you're on someone's ladder. Like it's on someone oh, came ladder. after them oh. or before them. Interesting. So it's kind of like sloppy seconds or something. Well, I don't there's know. all kinds of gross ways <laughs> to talk about it. Like Eskimo <laughs> brother, Eskimo brothers, which is just those poor Eskimos. Yeah. Trying to do their best, <laughs> Listen, build an igloos. And I didn't say I loved the term, but I think it's the most common. I one, hope every so I Eskimo it. listening calls in <laughs> Sam Priest at five five five. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't even think you're supposed to say Eskimo anymore. It's Inuit, I believe. Is right? it what? Inuit? I don't know. Listen, but the point is, is this guy? <laughs> but you could still degrade say, the Inuit brothers. Isn't isn't it or Inuit? Inuit. To, anyway. But this guy said that this you guy, guys were Eskimo he brothers. told me at the mic, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he that's said, "That's how you found out." He said, it, "And I, yeah." And he thought he was telling me like a fun thing, like, "Hey, we share this goofy <laughs> oh, whatever." God. But what he told me was like, uh, "Hey, that girl you took home for Easter that met your grandmother, <laughs> I also fucked her." And I'm like, "All right, cool, man." Uh, I'm glad you know what the term meant. If somebody was like, "We're Eskimo sisters," I'd be like, "I'm Irish." What? Like, I would not have known. <laughs> So now, so did that make you, so wait, he told you that after you broke up with her though. She broke up with me, but the relationship had been over for a little while, but it it was also a long relationship. So it's like, so I don't know why he was being so cavalier, Right, (laughs) right? but maybe he thought I was over or maybe he didn't think it was serious for me, but it was a six months relationship. It was more than that, but it was, yeah, something like that. What's the longest relationship you've had? Uh, overall, as an adult, as an adult, maybe like two ish okay. years. Oh, okay. You've been to the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, you know, two ish years. You get into those dicey territory of like, oh, we're, you do one of those breaks or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then someone, you know, doesn't know you're, you know, well, yeah. Does that make <laughs> sense? Then you redesign their outfit and then they're, they become Karen O from you. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yes. get it. You get yeah, it. Get yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Relationships are hard. That's what I'm <laughs> trying to say. <laughs> But you do want to eventually have kids and get married and do the traditional thing, move to Hammond, Indiana. You know what my favorite question is to ask? Are your parents still together? They are not. They are not. (laughs) They are not. That's my favorite question. I want to know how badly I've screwed up my kids from a divorce by asking divorce. No, I do like to know that. I think it's a different era because it was like when my parents got divorced, it was like a rumor at the school. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, like it was a big deal. Was it? How old were you? I was like 11. Oh, that's hard. Pretty bad. Yeah, I was bad after that. Yeah. (laughs) 
See, this is interesting that you still, though, found a way to be like, I could still see myself getting married. I thought I'd be married by now. Yeah. I really, I didn't think I'd be this single, uh, sad guy at 30, <laughs> 33. 33, the Christ year. my age, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. so far, I've been mostly Jesus all year. <laughs> More like a chubby without hair, Jesus. You're not chubby. Um, So your parents? I don't think at all. I'm telling all of our listeners. You'll see the picture. I don't want to lift up my shirt, but I am (laughs) gross. It is gross. This is Sam Priest is not gross. Yeah, that's at 33. uh, That's what I look like. But this is your future if you don't try harder. Like you need to take over the podcast. Yeah, you still got another 15 years. Don't worry about it. Right. Right. so you do want to get married. You do want to have kids. Eventually. I'm not looking like Well, you say eventually. Yeah. But not. Well, it's got to be the right... At this point... It, no, I'll take that back. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be the right person, but it has to be a reasonable... A willing participant. A willing... Yeah. Person, yeah someone who also marriage is, is important in yeah, America. Someone who also like, wants to be married, I think, would be... <laughs> yeah. well, to you. That's who, to me specifically. Yeah. yeah. Or but, at least they're open to the idea of marrying me is who I'm looking for. Yeah. Is that Would you be open to that right now if it tend if if you met somebody, comic or non comic, and you're like, I have a connection with this person a few months in, now maybe this this lady is in her thirties and she's thinking, Where is this going? Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, I really dig this person. It Could be, you see that happening in your foreseeable future? It would I mean, I'm for sure I think I just passed the part like Maybe about a year ago or a year and a half ago, I was, I was so like, if we had a connection for a few weeks, like let's just get married because like let's see <laughs> right, what's going right, on. Right. You know what I mean? Just as like a weird life thing, like horrible idea. Well, you don't think that's fun though? No. What was gonna go bad? I'm gonna get divorced. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's gonna it's be what? terrible. I'm gonna be sad about a relationship that I thought was gonna be. You're a... gonna have to go through lawyers. Have uh, you ever talked to this guy? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's the worst. We'll prenup it up, and then we get out of there. <laughs> oh, so right? much paperwork. Prenup, who's going to get the cats? One cat. I've only one, one cat. cat. Who I'm gets the she keyboard? Are you assuming this yeah. woman who would gladly <laughs> marry me in weeks I would have a lot of cats? That's a good assumption. If it's a, yeah, I assume she's going to be a cat person, and uh, she's going to be a comedian or a musician or a non-lawyer. Yeah, make sure you put your keyboard in the prenup so you don't lose I, that. I finally <laughs> don't want to lose that. When I moved to this new place, I finally got rid of the keyboard. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing? I'm fooling myself. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was that a symbol? Oh. Was it symbolic for something yeah. you've given up? What was symbolic was when I moved into my last place, literally the day I'm moving in, my trash roommate, who's also a comedian, <laughs> his name's Joe. I'll just leave it there. He's been on the podcast. Joe's been on the podcast? What did he talk about? <laughs> just scrounging around in alleys? <laughs> Or the time he like woke up next to someone and he's like, oh, are we in a relationship? What did he talk about? Huh? He's like, actually one of the best podcasts. Well, we've ever he's had. very funny and lots of people love him and he's my good friend. Uh, but uh, a, a, a symbolic metaphor for my living arrangements with, with Joe was the day I was moving in. He's like, oh, you have a big electronic keyboard and he tries to pick it up over a pile of trash and he drops it and like five <laughs> keys scrape off and he breaks oh my, my keyboard as I'm moving stuff in. He breaks it. Oh my and then God. I lived there for three years you like an idiot. You were doomed from the start. It was just a bad sign yeah. and I didn't recognize it. So Now are you living on your own or are you with other no, roommates? No, I have other roommates, but they're adults and we they, they clean, <laughs> the, they clean their Joe plates. is not an adult. Oh, man. Go back and listen to Joe McMahon's episode. It's, I never would have guessed that. You said his last amazing. name, Paul. We used to have a podcast all about Lana Del Rey. We can talk oh, really? about other comedians. Yeah. Was, whole... uh, it's called Lana, the Lana Del Pod. 
Yeah, I remember and that. We'd, uh, it was very successful for a short while. Nice. And then, and then we tried to bring it back like four times. It was very Just dramatic. not? No. Well, that's a shame. It's Lana's like a great. relationship that just doesn't die. You just Sometimes you got to know when to quit. You know, you got to know when to scrape the sounds keys like off the floor and yeah. let it go. <laughs> it sounds like your longest relationship was with Joe McMahon. It, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just now realizing that that is true. Oh. That's probably something you need to yeah. uh, address. We, three years of living together and waking up. Wow. <laughs> Near each other. He's talk. right there next to you. We fall asleep after we check in with each other, talk about the day's activities, comedy. Who had a good set? Who had a good and set? Are yeah. you guys Eskimo brothers as well? Uh, we actually are. <laughs> 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 we are. I don't know full on, not full on Eskimo brothers, but for sure there's one. Eskimo stepbrothers? There's definitely a, like a, yeah, uh, some a make out lady is in the middle of us <laughs> once. And oh, by middle of us, I mean there's a lot of time, time. in between. Okay. That sounds terrible. Not there's different reason. levels of brotherhood, like stepbrother, Eskimo stepbrother. Oh, listen, I don't want to break down all the family. <laughs> we need to watch National Geographic uh, to get a better idea of how this yeah. brotherhood works. But that is also, that's a downside of dating comedians is you're going to yeah. date a mm-hmm. comic who's also dated one of your friends. Mm-hmm. And like, is your friend going to be cool with that? Or is your friend going to try to talk to you about their body or whatever yeah. or right. something just like we were like whoa bro or maybe i don't want to hint at like a larger story but like maybe you date uh, a comedian who's your friend's ex and then your friend <laughs> hates you for i don't know a couple yeah. of years and then you still right, right haven't talked to him oh so this is a real thing <laughs> yeah that's well, that oh, seems that like it sucks that's a lot of drama that's what stuff. we should have been talking about yeah. the whole time no so that seems like a well i think too if you date somebody though and then they're with somebody else now you have to see them at work and you have to listen <laughs> yeah. to them potentially tell jokes about your relationship For or sure. theirs and they're that like, oh, is i know what me. he's talking about Oh, I well, could not uh, handle that. On the on the very like the surface shallow level of that is like my ex for a little while was on stage telling people I looked like a white ninja turtle. <laughs> which which is accurate. Which is very accurate, but it's hurtful <laughs> yeah. as well. No, it, it's Raphael though, the good-looking one. <laughs> He's rude. With, He's rude but cool. <laughs> What's wrong? With What's wrong with like looking a, like a, a cartoon. cartoon Ninja Turtle, yeah. Paul? You want me to spell out why that's Better insulting? Than looking like John Lovitz. Like I, <laughs> there's, I, I don't. Well, I don't the implication. Do you know who said you look like John I Lovitz? John, I get John Lovitz. No all the time. way. I do. When I'm sh- clean shaven, you can see the second chin. John Lovitz. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word Person for it. Person John Lovitz. I don't see that. If well, that's any you. consolation. Yeah. I, but a, a white Ninja Turtle. First of all, it's not a good color to be. It's pure white. <laughs> I think she said bleached white. Or, and then also the implication there is that I've got a smooth top of my head. <laughs> which, which is inaccurate. It's, well, I'm holding on to a few, <laughs> a few thin strands up there. But yes, it's, it's getting more accurate by the day, unfortunately. So it's not oh flattering to be a Ninja Turtle. All right. Well, we are out of time. We've gone over time uh, learning about Eskimo Brothers and the Ninja Turtle family Raphael is yeah. of course the favorite uh sam where can uh, where can people find out more about you and your shows um i think twitter probably is the most like up to date that's at the samuel priest and then i've got a uh, i've got a weekly show at this really cool bar that you used to do music at yeah the alive one a live one which great is venue. a it's a grateful dead tribute bar but nice. only hear that if that sounds cool to that you. sounds super if, cool. and fish too i think and Wait, fish it's so a it's very good two v- bands that, if yeah. you've got good vibes it's a good bar the alive one it's a live one it's 2683 north halstead okay. and I, do, I do a sunday night show there free yeah. show it's free nice. every sunday at 9 p.m and then uh i believe 
uh, the second Sunday of every month, I also do a crowd work show at the Laugh Factory, which is comedians talking uh, to the crowd more than they normally would. They're required to. And then we've got like a comedian with an audience mic in the mic. So in the audience, like miking people up so they can really hear the witty things that the crowd often <laughs> says to the comedian. And that's uh, every second Sunday at the Laugh Factory. And then I obviously Chicago. would in Chicago, Illinois. And then, uh, yeah, obviously I'll post specific details about that on my Twitter at the Samuel priest or Instagram as Samuel priest. All right. Well, thanks Sam for coming on and teaching us about, uh, Eskimo brothers. Did you guys really not know about it? I did. I did not. You did. Jeannie doesn't surprise me. She lives in a, in a, in a, in a, in a place where on the south it's side easy to get to. They don't Streets even, they are just not got Google. She and uses, also, I she should, uses Bing. I should say, uh, sorry if the term Esco brothers is super offensive. <laughs> oh, I don't think we're there yet. Two years it will be. Okay. Yeah. Right now, well, if okay. you're listening to this in the, I think they're like the last the ones that we're allowed to persecute. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to singles only. Uh, Please, please subscribe to our page and uh, <laughs> and all that good stuff. <laughs> Bye. Ooh.